Welcome to the Lavesh Palatial. My name is Lavesh and I am your host. Thank you for joining me for another episode. So I sat there contemplating what I should talk about this week and eventually came to the conclusion that it might be better to start off with some football this week and push the F1 talks to the back of the episode. Some of the biggest news this week came from a source that we were probably expecting. Kylian Mbappe has finally decided to let PSG know that he will be leaving the club at the end of his contract. This means that he will be leaving as a free transfer. Sometimes referred to as a Bosman ruling, a free transfer occurs when a player's contract reaches its termination date and does not get renewed. Therefore, the player can move to a different club without the new club having to fork out a fee to the old club. As much as we've seen some massive names departing their clubs on free transfers in recent years, such as David De Gea, James Milner, Robert Lewandowski, and Lionel Messi to name a few, free transfers have not always been possible. Believe it or not, these types of transfers were only made possible after a ruling that was passed in 1995. The ruling came after Jean-Marc Bosman, a Belgian football player, took his employer, RFC Legion, to the European Court of Justice. As Bosman was nearing the end of his contract, French side Dunkerque were in talks to buy him, but refused to meet the demands of Legion. With that, Bosman kept playing for Legion, getting a 70% cut in his wages, as he was no longer a registered first-team player. Bosman decided to sue his employer for restraint of trade, and what do you know, he won the case. This caused a change in regulations for all professional footballers in the European Union. This was not the only change, however. It also resulted in a change to the 3 plus 2 rule. The rule stated that teams could only use three foreign players in continental squads, while being required to include a minimum of two players who had to come out of the team's youth squad. Back to Mbappe, discussions have been running wild with who he is going to move to. The main contender in the race for the 25-year-old is clear. Rumors have been circulating for a very long time that Real Madrid are desperate for the French national team's captain to join them in La Liga. If you remember from the previous episode, I mentioned that Mbappe may get a reduced salary should he choose to move to Los Blancos. This may not be the case anymore though, as with the free transfer, Real Madrid could pump all of the funds that they would have otherwise spent on transfer into a huge signing bonus as well as a larger weight. Aside from Madrid, reports are that Manchester City have recently met with one of Mbappe's agents and could be a home for the forward. Rumors also suggest that Liverpool may be interested in signing Mbappe, but with the hunt for a new manager, I highly doubt that Liverpool would focus on signing new players until a new manager has been selected. Now, with Liverpool's manager search still going strong, and despite denying the rumors, Xabi Alonso is still rumored to fill Jurgen Klopp's shoes at Liverpool. Klopp praised Alonso for his stellar work at Bayer Leverkusen as a manager. And this has sparked further speculation as to whether the German knows something that we don't. I personally feel that Alonso may make a great manager at Liverpool, but I also feel that he is still early in his career and may need a few more years before he is ready to take charge of current league leaders. 
Moving on to our beloved Formula 1 now, the world is eagerly awaiting a verdict on Red Bull's Christian Horner. The current team principal at Red Bull has seen charges laid against him by a female employee for apparent sexual messages. Added to this, it is now alleged that Horner's lawyers made a substantial offer to the employee to not pursue charges. This scandal could see a massive change for Red Bull if Horner is found guilty, as the Austrian energy drink manufacturer would most likely sack Horner. We saw the remainder of the team's cars get released this past week, which included the three major fan favorites in Ferrari, Mercedes and Red Bull. Mercedes are now sporting a very silver nose in line with their nickname, the Silver Arrows. We see a major overall to the side pods of the vehicle in an attempt to increase airflow around the car and hopefully allow it better maneuvering on the tracks as well. You will also notice a change to the rear wing and the way the front wing is attached to the nose of the car. From what we have heard though, most of the changes that Mercedes aim to use to pass Red Bull are changes that we cannot see. Ferrari have kept the usual Ferrari red all across the car. However, the first thing you may notice is around the nose. The side pods have also been changed on their car, with a less round shape and a lot of carbon fiber being visible. In terms of our friends at Aston Martin, I hardly see much noticeable differences at face value, with the car sporting a very similar color as last year. Last season's constructors winners, Red Bull, seem to have kept their car very similar at face value. I mean, why fix something that isn't broken? Now, don't get me wrong, this doesn't mean that no changes were made at all. If you look closely at the car itself, you will see changes to the curves of the car and other minor adjustments that are most likely for aerodynamic purposes and to distribute the weight more evenly. McLaren have done away with the blue accents on their car, but have kept the overall orange look. As with most of the other cars, the first thing you notice are the changes to the sidepods that will hope to increase airflow around the car. Thank you for listening to the Lavesh Palais Show. Remember to like, subscribe and share. See you in the next episode.